to the Secrets of the Self-Made podcast, where lifelong learners share their proven formula to achieving what they desire most. These are the students of Self-Made You, who have invested in a higher education that is arguably more important than any other subject. They have mastered self to overcome obstacles and create what they once thought impossible. Now it's your turn to learn and listen from the student who has become the teacher. Class is now in session. Welcome back to Secrets of the Self-Made. Today, I have Jenny Johnson, who is a student of Self-Made You, but she's also become a friend. I've had the privilege of coming alongside of her, coaching her through her experience of becoming self-made. And I knew without a question that she was somebody that I needed to introduce all of you to, because without a doubt, you will be inspired by her story. So um, without any further ado, please meet Jenny Johnson. Tell us tell us a little bit about yourself, Jenny. <laughs> Hi. Well, thank you for having me on. Um, well, I've been in the Self-Made You program family now for just over a year. Um, I've gotten a lot out of it. I, I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I'm a proud graduate of the University of Georgia, national mm-hmm. champs. Yeah, you <laughs> um, I currently, I live in Northeast Florida and I've been here close to 20 years. Um, my family uh, moved here first, um, started our family business, and I moved here in 2002 to join the family business. Uh, we are in transportation, uh, specifically in intermodal transportation. And intermodal is interesting. Um, It is containerized freight via rail. So, uh, you know, that is, you know, basically most of our consumer goods come off of a ship from somewhere overseas. And a lot of times they'll stay in that particular container or they'll get put into a different container and then shipped inland to a final destination or a distribution center. But they also get put onto a chassis that is the wheels they have to have to go over the road. So that's similar to like your car's chassis. So what my company does is we inspect those containers and chassis to make sure the container is cargo worthy, so it's wind and water tight, and that the chassis uh, is safe to go over the road and DOT compliant. So we're a multinational company, so we're incorporated here in the US and also in Mexico. Um, I am now the majority owner of the company and we are certified woman owned by WeBank which is the Women Business Enterprise National Council. Um, I serve on the forum, the leadership forum of that organization, and I serve as an ambassador for the state of Florida. So that's, you know, that's all the boring stuff. The really exciting (laughs) stuff (laughs) is, you know, is that I I get to live here in paradise with my significant other, Gary. We've been together for eight years. And just this past um, December, we got engaged. So So it's really exciting. And, um, you know, I'm sitting here in my home, um, I'm looking at the ocean, and I just really love my life here in Florida. And that's obvious. I will say one thing that you left out is that you definitely have a servant's heart. 
I mean, there is not a time that you and I um, have talked where it hasn't come up that you're volunteering in some capacity or another. And I love that about you. Um, I think that that is obviously something that fuels you. And I love that you know that about yourself and you just continue to give. So kudos oh, to you. you. <laughs> I have a special place in my heart for women-owned businesses. Um, I don't think that there's an, there's enough women out there that you know are have the courage to stand and front a business, let alone a multi-international, multinational business. So um, impressive, my dear. Very, very Thank impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I do enjoy the volunteer work I do as well. I especially am passionate about senior care and um, I'm very involved in my church as well. Awesome. So tell us what attracted you to Self-Made You. Well, um, at tying back to Atlanta, two of um, your students that you interviewed recently, Kim Smith and Noelle Paramore, um, are longtime friends of mine. I've known Noelle for 20 years, and I've known Kim, gosh, probably 10. And I actually didn't know they had been friends for that long, um, that they've known each other 20 years or more. And um, so Kim invited me to the Facebook group um, for Self Made You back in gosh, January, I suppose, probably before January of 2021, because there was a crash course coming up. It was a one week crash course introducing the program. And I actually accepted the invitation and didn't even look at the page for probably over a week because I was like, Kim asked, I accepted. And, and then I looked at it and I thought, well, this is very intriguing. I mean, number one, it's free. It was kind of during the lunch hour every day. So I knew I could make time to do it. And I had had success following that type of program previously. I, I had been very heavy, um, gosh, when I met Gary eight years ago, I was very overweight and I had had success um, following a low carb kind of a program on my own. I just did some research and just did it on my own and I'd lost a good amount of weight, but I never got you know, to my healthiest weight. And, and I was, I was happy where I was, but I knew I could, I could get, you know, do a little more. So I followed um, along with the one week crash course and, and I thought, wow, this is really interesting. There's more to this. And I just knew that, you know, the weight loss would be great, but the real hook, like you've said before, was the self-coaching. And I just knew that was going to help me in all the other ways of my life. Yeah. Yeah. It always does. People... People are attracted to our program because they want to transform physically. And that always, 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 always ends up being the byproduct to mm -hmm. a mental, emotional transformation. And then bonus, you get to learn how to create a longer life through the metabolic transformation. So, um, yeah, thank God we have the physical like carrot to dangle because <laughs> I think it would be a really hard sell if I was out there saying, no, you really need mental and emotional management. <laughs> would be yeah. like, uh-huh. Okay, anyways. So yeah, um, I love the fact that you recognize that, you know, anybody could go out and follow a ketogenic diet, right? But our program is it's more than that because we layer in the metabolic health. We teach you how to take your blood and monitor your ketones. And we teach you how to fast. But where I 
really fall on my sword is the mental and emotional management, because that's what has you in action. That's what drives your behavior. So for all those people that say, I can start something, but I can't, I can't keep it going. Right. It's because you're not getting to the root cause of the behavior that you are or aren't doing. It's always the missing link. So I'm glad that you, um, took interest in that missing component. What would you say is the most maybe profound or, um, I guess maybe even the most utilized concept that you learned and have incorporated into your life? Well, what I find profound and what I find the most interesting is, is the self-coaching. You know, I came for weight loss, but I came for self-coaching because I knew it would help in all the areas of my life. But then when I got into it and I really started digging in, I found that was what I was the most resistant to because, Mm -hmm. and I I know now why it's, I know it was really had a lot to do with my personality type. And I wrote, because I remember saying to my mentor, Kate, Kate, I'm a a really high functioning business owner. I, I cannot dwell in these negative thoughts. I have to move right on to problem solving. Um, you know, I just like, I have to go right to the intentional model. I have to be diving right in and fixing what is wrong. And so, you know, but now I see, and I, I now know like addressing my primitive brain and, you know, seeing just how my thoughts <laughs> have driven every outcome I've ever had in my life, Yeah. Uh, you know, they have to be unpacked. They have to, you know, be addressed so that I can move on. And by doing that, every relationship in my life has improved just immensely, like from my relationship with my significant other to my business relationships. And then also what I feel is lasting health and wealth with myself. So yeah. not lastly, but you know, mostly, but I mean, all of these areas. So yeah. I had yeah. to really understand that concept and, and, but the resistance was so there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Just do you, over that. have you, have you been able to put your finger on why you had that resistance? I think because I have lived with such a negative narrative going through my brain my whole life. You know, just the negative self-talk was just constantly there. And I thought I have to shut it down. I have to go right to, you know, Susie Sunshine and, you know, mm-hmm. always making everything better and looking, let's look at the bright side. Mm-hmm. And so instead of saying, why are you having that feeling? And then asking yourself, is that a true thought? Does yeah. that thought really make sense? You know, is it yeah. a true thought? You know, yeah. so, and then learning how to say, you know, what, what is a valid thought? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And ultimately what that does is it squashes the fear. Like mm-hmm. so many of us are afraid to even like be alone with our thoughts. It's, it can be really scary if you're not used to doing that, but I promise you, once you reveal how your current thinking is driving your current experience, if you're not in love with that experience, if you go, if you kind of reverse architect, you'll see that it is absolutely starting with your thinking. And I know more than anyone else out there, better than anyone else out there, how scary that can be to to take that first step, to be willing to look at how it is that you're currently feeling and what's driving that. 
it's mm-hmm. almost always due to fear. The reason why people don't want to slow down and they want to just jump to that intentional model, just, you know, give me the thought that I should be thinking yeah. to change all this is because they're afraid to see it. And so mm-hmm. again, I congratulate you on having the courage, being willing. I remember, I remember when you were working with your mentor and I remember her coming to me and saying, you know, she's, she really loves the intentional model. (laughs) I'm like, don't we all? (laughs) all I want to be thinking like this all the time. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just, I love it every session when you say, you know, nothing is broken with you because your primitive mind is working all the time. And, you know, there's a reason it's there. It's there to keep you safe. And, you know, it it has a place and it has a reason. So there's nothing wrong with it. Right. So just identify it. Yeah. Understand it. Like when you can like kind of disconnect from the thinking that's going on, it's so liberating. It's like, oh, that doesn't actually mean anything about me. That actually just is Mm -hmm. the result of my primitive brain doing what it's supposed to be doing. It's just now I have the awareness that I don't need to be reacting to that. So I'm glad that sticks with you because that is a thought that I, I have to bring myself back to quite often. I mean, that's, that is the whole point is that self-coaching is not a one and done thing. It takes practice. You have to be willing to practice the intentional thoughts. You have to be willing to notice what's driving the current experience that you're getting. And then asking yourself, reminding yourself that you have a choice and that you don't have to be thinking and feeling the way that you're currently, you know, what's currently happening, that model that's currently happening. You actually have all the power in the world, which is such a blessing if the control is within you to change. And that's what we focus on showing you how to do. So what would you say is the biggest difference in your life now that you've kind of enveloped or kind of wrapped your arms around that particular concept? Well, I would say that now I'm like, I feel like I'm a really happy person Mm -hmm. and, you know, situations and circumstances, if you will, like they still affect my mood, but generally other people's actions no longer do. And, you know, whereas before I was taking on a lot of, you know, external, um, you know, things that people were saying or doing, whether it be at work or familial things. And now I control what I think about it. And it's also drawn me to be a much more empathetic person in dealing with people because I now have the ability to say, okay, I know what I'm thinking right now. And I can also almost put myself in their place and, and draw empathy and say, you know, I think I know where they're coming from. And I think they're coming from a place of either fear or anxiety or, you know, and it doesn't, you know, there's, you cannot excuse everyone's behavior, but if you have a little bit of insight into maybe why they're acting that way, yeah. You get to choose how you think about it yeah. and how you feel. And then it, yeah. it takes away all that drama and you can, I don't know, I feel like I can then kind of divorce myself from, from reacting and I get a whole different outcome now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I think becoming self-made, you know, in my opinion, it's about taking responsibility for your thoughts 
your feelings, your actions, whether those are intentional or not, you take responsibility for them. You understand that you will always be creating unintentional experiences, but those start to kind of, they, the scale starts to tip in the other way when you have a sense of awareness around how much control you actually have. And when you take responsibility for both, you know, the unintentional experiences and the intentional experiences, it changes the way you think about the world outside of you. Like mm -hmm. you no longer sit and condemn and judge and blame because you have this wherewithal of, oh, well, they're feeling and they're doing because of their thought. And mm -hmm. you give up, you give so much more grace. And I think that it's almost two part to becoming self-made. It's you take that responsibility and you admit that you have struggles. You don't go out and try to represent yourself as like, I'm self-made and therefore I'm perfect. No, I got it like, all under control. <laughs> right. You like have obstacles and you have challenges and you still, in spite of them, you still take that responsibility. And I think when you do that, you start having a touch point or a, an effect on those people around you too. And I mean, what better of a position could you be in as the leader of your company, as an influencer to all of the people that you employ, you know, like it couldn't be any more perfect to have that kind of quality, those kind of characteristics, because you absolutely will influence those people. So what are your thoughts on that? Like when you hear me say, like, you couldn't be a more perfect example of what it means to be self-made. Like, tell me what you think about that and tell me maybe what your secret is <laughs> to, to becoming and staying that way. You know, I'm, I, you know, I'm always my first reaction is like, wow, why is it so hard to accept a compliment? <laughs> you know, It's like, well, you know, my, my personality always has me striving for more, but I, I really do feel like I am, I, even though I, I feel like I'm a very driven person, I feel like I'm also truly a very empathetic person and I'm proud of how far I've come. And, and I'm, I'm proud that it gives me an opportunity to help others. I, I had to give a talk last week at the University of Denver at the program where I got my master's, um, which is a, a transportation and supply chain program. And these people are all my peers um, in, in various companies. And a lot of it was talking about leadership through COVID and whatnot. And a big part, um, you know, they were asking how our company managed kind of the stress of managing through COVID. And I said, you know, a lot of it is leading with heart and, and being empathetic. And I think that I've, I've gotten there through this. And I think it's, it's constantly doing the work and, and in understanding yourself and, and your thoughts, but understanding other people's stress and what is causing them to think what they're thinking and do the things they do, because we all are dealing with a lot of challenges these days. Mm -hmm. And so you do have to kind of put yourself in another person's shoes. And I think this gives you the tools to do that when you're able mm -hmm. to really evaluate your own thoughts and say, what, what is someone else potentially thinking in this scenario too? Yeah. 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 Amen. I think that is um, spot on. And like I said, I just really want to underscore this, that it 
is not sustainable unless you continue to practice. So you. you have a very strong practice. I mean, I always love checking in with you because <laughs> you accomplish more in one week than, you know, I do in a month. <laughs> I, I just, I disagree, but <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive nonetheless. And I just really appreciate you always being willing to do the work and, you know, this is the result of that. So congratulations, my dear. Thank you for being on today. Well, I did. I wanted to leave everyone with my favorite quote. And I've had this on my monitor at my office now for at least 10 years. And I, I looked it up today because I didn't want to misquote. And I did want to say, so it's by Thomas Edison, who not only was a great inventor, but he was also very prolific in generating quotes. So if you ever want a really great quote when it comes to either leadership or innovation, look up Thomas Edison. But his quote is, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. Yeah. So, so I think that is so true in this program. And I see all of you know the wonderful people that I get to interact with every week doing it every week and just every day just trying. And so that's the best thing we can do for ourselves and for each other. And we get on these calls every week. And I just, I love the community we have here and how we build each other up. Me too. Well, thank you so much for being a part of it. And thank you for inspiring the audience because no doubt you just did. And uh, take care and, and, and oh. cheers to, to so much more success and leading the way and setting the stage for women-owned businesses. Thank you. If you are ready to overcome your biggest obstacles and create what you once thought impossible, I want to invite you to join the Self-Made Mind and Body program, where you will learn how to master yourself. It's the only thing that stands in the way of what you want most. Learn more at www.self-made.com and the letter U.com.